0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode fifteen of Soul Food titled "Punishment." In this episode, we're going to talk about the worst form of punishment. We'll talk about seeking spiritual states from Allah subhanahu wa taala and the way to do that, and finally, we'll talk about worshiping Allah because He is absolutely worthy of that. In Miftah al-Sara'ir, As Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim, may Allah be well pleased with him, he continues his discussion on these servants who witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who have realized their servitude and honor. He says, they became oblivious to the cosmos. They were oblivious of all created things entirely by way of its creator, by way of the creator of the cosmos. They witnessed him and were not veiled nor distracted by creation. Whereas others are veiled by the cosmos Due to the weakness of their certitude and the lack of support. And then he says, being veiled from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the punishment. Huwa al Being veiled and distant from Allah is the greatest form of punishment. Because in the end, nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the goal and source of honor and bliss that everything that we are seeking to achieve, everything that we want to attain in this endeavor of refining our hearts and really accessing the essence of this deen is in nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the ecstasy and the bliss and the joy of being granted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you his tawfiq, and He gives you iman. He gives you belief. He gives you servitude. You realize your ubudiyah. And He makes you of those who are obedient. You engage in acts of obedience and goodness. And He grants you nearness to Him. In reality, that is paradise. That is the greatest joy and the greatest gift that can be given. So then, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin salem may Allah have mercy on him, he then says, The one who is veiled is always exhausted. The one who is veiled is always exhausted. Why? Because they are stuck at the superficial level and they think that the world and all it contains is run by the means, is just run by this seeming cause and effect. But the servant of Allah is always granted divine assistance the one who worships Allah and serves him, on the other hand, he is always granted divine assistance. He's given ease. He is never in opposition of his Lord. If Allah makes him a person of remembrance and awareness, he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah makes him a person who is heedless and hardly remembers Allah or disobedient, he seeks Allah's forgiveness and turns to him. And what does this mean? It means that in whatever state, If a person is not veiled, if the servant is not veiled, in whatever state they're turning to Allah. If Allah gives them tawfiq to do acts of righteousness, they're thankful and they witness Allah as the muwafiq, the the one who gives that person tawfiq to be able to do that. And if a person then slips up and makes a mistake, they're not veiled and they turn back to Allah and seek His forgiveness. So, they're neither vain in the case of someone who's doing something good, nor do they allow themselves to settle into disobedience and heedlessness in the case of someone who is sinning. So, in either state, they are witnessing their need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever state we're in, we have to recognize we always, always, always need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that the worst punishment is is being veiled and not even understanding or realizing that. So that brings us to the next point, seeking spiritual experiences. sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, whoever seeks spiritual experience and states from Allah while engaging in sin, is like someone who is making a mockery of things. Whoever expects or is seeking spiritual state with Allah, but they're engaging in sin, it's like they're making a mockery and whoever seeks spiritual experience while engaging in acts of obedience is like someone who takes the means they're taking the means to attain that though allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gifts are sent down in every moment and his grace is vast to both the obedient and the sinful in other words allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give to whomever he wills that Allah can give His grace to a disobedient person and His state will change immediately. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have to give to the person who engages in acts of obedience, but it is our job to have adab with Allah, to have the proper manners and etiquette with Allah and to fulfill His commandments and the way that we seek spiritual states is through establishing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commandments. And then He is the one who grants His grace. And uh, He is the one who gives people those openings. So when you want to receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to put in work. You have to put in an effort. And a person who thinks that they're going to receive something, that they're going to be given a spiritual state from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while they're engaging in sin, is like someone who plants a thorny bush, they plant a seed for a thorny bush that pokes people, and they expect that it's going to bear a very rich fruit that people are going to eat from. But you say, no, but you just actually planted a seed for a thorny shrub. It's not going to be an apple tree or an orange tree. They say, no, 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 inshallah, I have hope that Allah is going to make it an orange tree or an apple tree or whatever it may be. You're making a mockery of things. That's totally ridiculous. So he says that you have to seek that out through acts of obedience and put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the person says, no, no, I'm going to engage in in sinful things, but Allah is merciful. That's not how it works. You have to take the means and you plant the seed and you water it and you take good care of it and then you leave it in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's hands. Imam Abdullah al aidarus one of the great spiritual masters, may Allah be well pleased with him, he says that the sharia is like milk, that the acts of uh, uh, worship, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do, what he has commanded us to avoid, that is like milk. And the spiritual path of devotion, of purifying the heart, and really trying to be sincere in those acts of worship, is like the cream And the spiritual experience, the realization, what he calls al-haqiqah, the reality of this deen, is the butter. In other words, they're all hidden within one another, that when you engage in acts of worship, you will inshallah take the means to access the essence that is within that milk and within that cream, which is realization, which is the butter. So we have to take the means and the means that we take is these acts of obedience that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to perform. This brings us to the final point. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim rahimahullah then says, one of the righteous said to enter the fire while I am an obedient servant is more beloved to me than entering paradise while I am disobedient. I mean that's really deep to enter the fire while I am obedient is more pleasing to me than entering paradise while I am disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he says because what is sought in paradise is Allah's good pleasure and if I haven't sought out Allah's good pleasure through these acts of obedience I don't want the created reward this is what one of the righteous has said so the punishment of the people of the fire is intensified only by Allah's wrath. And the joy that is experienced in paradise is only by Allah's good pleasure. So then the author makes a beautiful dua. He says, oh Allah, we ask you for your good pleasure and that we meet you and you are well pleased with us. And we ask you for paradise. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't ask for paradise, we should but we should recognize allahumma inna nas'aluka ridhaka wal jannah oh allah we ask you for your good pleasure and for paradise and what precedes is allah's good pleasure and we seek refuge in you from your wrath and from the fire wa na'udu bika min sakhatika wal nar. and inshallah we'll place this dua in the show notes allahumma inna nas'aluka ridaka wal jinnah. وَنَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ سَخَطِكَ والنار. Oh Allah, we seek refuge in you from your wrath and from the fire. And we ask you for your good pleasure and for paradise. And uh, he says, if the people of paradise experienced Allah's wrath, they would find no joy in paradise. If the people of paradise experienced Allah's wrath, because at the end of the day, paradise is is created by Allah. But if Allah manifests His wrath, there would be no joy in paradise. And if Allah manifested His good pleasure and His grace and blessings to the people of the fire, they would feel no pain. Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, the father of the prophets, when he was a young man and they catapulted him into the fire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the fire, "Kuni بَرْدًا عَلَىٰ Be cool and peaceful for Ibrahim. And some narrations state that he was in the fire for seven days. Others say for 40 days he was in the fire. And he lived in the fire, but he was within Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure and protection. So the fire was cool and peaceful and did not burn him in the least bit. And when he left the fire, his clothes were not even, there was no ash on his clothes. He was pristine when he left the fire. And Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi he asked him, he said, what were the best days of your life? He said, the days that I spent in the fire. Why? Because it was a manifestation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's intimate care and support for Sayyidina Ibrahim. So this is just an indication That what are we really seeking? Are we seeking paradise or are we seeking something else greater than paradise? We are seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of paradise. Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, Jesus peace be upon him, he came across a group of people and he saw that they were engaging in ibadah and worship. And he said, why are you worshiping Allah? They said, because we fear his fire. We fear the fire, the punishment of the fire. He didn't say that they were doing something wrong. It's not wrong technically. But he said, you fear something that is created. So then he passed by another group of people. And he asked them, why are you worshiping Allah? They said, because we hope for his paradise. We hope that we are granted paradise. Then he said, you're hoping in something that is created. So then he passed by a third group of people and he said, why are you worshipping Allah? They said, because Allah is our Lord and He is deserving of being worshipped. So then Sayyidina Isa السلام, he said, these are the people that I will sit with and spend time with. That we have to seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the author says, they only worshipped Him because He deserves to be worshipped. They're not seeking some ulterior motive, even though seeking paradise and fearing the fire is a degree of iman. It's not that that is wrong in and of itself, but they're attaining a higher level of sincerity. They didn't worship Allah out of hopes for paradise nor fear of the fire. And then he shares some lines of poetry. He says, My punishment is being veiled from you, even if I was in enjoyment. But if you are pleased with me, then I don't care about the fires of Jahim. If you are pleased with me, then I fear nothing. Even the fires of Jahim. I know that if your good pleasure reaches me, nothing can harm me. So this brings us to the call to action. Really spend some time, a few minutes, but try to focus and think about Allah's beauty and majesty and His perfection Think about Allah, the creator of everything in existence, and ask him for paradise and seek refuge in him from the fire. But the greatest goal is seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So take a few minutes to make Allah your singular goal. Make Allah your singular goal. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and that he honors us with the highest degrees of witnessing and that he never veils us and that he grants us his good pleasure. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show. Well,